0: Welcome to an experimental new filming location just for a change of scenery and it's actually more comfortable and the acoustics are a bit better in here as well. I wanted to talk about mortgage brokers. Now one of the questions I get asked the most about mortgage brokers is do I need one or should I just go straight to a lender and if I do need one why do some of them charge and others don't charge? Should I, why don't I just use one that doesn't charge? What's the Purpose of using one that does charge? Well, ultimately, that's always your choice. And there are different people with different circumstances, and you've got to make the choice for yourself. But here are my thoughts on it. I think just a couple of days ago, someone said to me there are over 11,000 different mortgage products on the market. And every single day, they are changing. So Straight away, that's why I would never, even if I was eligible to just go to a big high street lender, go straight to them, go online, fill it out, and get a mortgage. How do you know you've got the best deal when there are that many other products on the market? So that's why I think just going straight to a high street lender and doing it directly is almost certainly a false economy in the long run. And secondly, they will only tell you what they can tell you about their own products and they won't volunteer information on competing products that might have better terms so straight away and you know you can go into all the research you like online about different mortgage products but ultimately the amount of time it's going to take you is a false economy you're not saving enough money to make up for the amount of time it would take you to be as well informed as a mortgage broker so eleven thousand products well why because think of all the different scenarios uh, that, that could exist for a, for a borrower, right? your personal circumstances are you single? Or are you not single? Do you have children or not? Are you planning to or not? How old are you? What type of work do you do? What are your future plans? Do you not have any future plans? Do you want flexibility or do you have certainty? All of the answers to all of those questions will affect which lenders the broker might choose. Your financial situation, how much is your deposit? What's your income amount and type? What kind of work is it? You employed or you self employed? How much is salary? How much is bonus? How much is overtime? Because again, all lenders will treat those different types of income differently. And some will lend against your overtime and some won't. For example, what are your future salary expectations? Are you in a career where it's an absolute certain ratchet up as you go in the future? Or is it less certain? Are you going to be switching careers? And what happens if you get made redundant? How do different lend, what's the risk of you being made redundant? Do you need insurance against that or not? And those are just the financial questions. And then we've got the different terms that you get with your products. So what happens if you want to pay down your mortgage faster than the term? You want to overpay a bit each year. Different lenders have different rules on that. Some of them don't like it. Some of them allow you to pay a certain amount off. Some don't. But if you find yourself in a position to pay it down, you don't want to then then discover that actually you can't do that without a penalty, believe it or not. How portable is the mortgage? If your circumstances change, is it easy to move house and keep it with you or not? And if you do move house... Will it allow you to sell, complete your sale, and then buy with a gap in the middle? And if so, how long is that gap? Some say no, some give you three months, six months. I think some give you 12 months. I don't know. I'm not a mortgage broker. Some of this might be wrong, but the principle stands. And what about extendability? Might a lender extend it or might they not? I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. And every single individual person's Borrowing requirements are unique. And that's before we even start about the kind of property you might want to buy. Is it shared ownership? Is it a new build? Is it a leasehold? Is it a freehold? Is it above shops on a main road? Is it in an area that's got development happening? All of these things will affect whether or not a lender wants to lend against it. And the broker will, more often than not, especially the good ones, will know which lenders are okay about lending money to buy a flat above a chip shop, for example, and which lenders aren't. Um, There's so much knowledge that they have, and that knowledge is changing all the time as lenders come out with more and more competing products. So, okay, Charlie, you might say, all right, fine, but let's just go, we can just go to an independent broker who we don't, don't uh, don't charge a fee for. Well, if you knew how much work is involved for mortgage brokers, months before they ever have any prospect of getting payment, out of getting you a mortgage. And you put yourself in the position of that broker. Months of unpaid work versus months of paid work. I mean, how much more time and effort and energy is that broker gonna want to give you as a customer? Never mind what you think they should or shouldn't do. The world doesn't work like that, right? The reality is, the best brokers in my experience are the ones who do charge because they don't want to work for time wasters and tire kickers of which there are plenty. They want to work for people who they know are committed and actually seriously want a mortgage and who value the expertise and knowledge and and extra value that the broker can bring to your purchase. Now, it's not about just getting the mortgage arranged. And of course, really good brokers will get you a mortgage where other brokers won't. I know stories about brokers who submit a mortgage application on behalf of a client, it gets rejected, and the the broker pushes back and goes, hang on a second, why have you rejected this? And they actually succeed in getting the lender to change their mind and get a mortgage offer where other brokers wouldn't have done. So there is a sliding scale, as with all professions, of competence and quality within mortgage brokers. So in my mind, it's the unknown unknowns that brokers know about. It's the brokers saying, oh, you might want to move house in five years. Oh, okay, well, uh, let me change it because that that changes which lender we go with because of the early, early redemption clauses or because of the portability of the mortgage products. And a, a broker that you haven't paid might not care. I might just go, oh, I'm not going to change applications again. I'm just going to just keep quiet and not tell them about the trap that they're going to fall into because there are people who do that. As with all groups of people. So this is why it is, in my opinion, a no-brainer of an investment to go with an independent whole-of-market broker who, first of all, you like and trust before anything else, right? And if you find one that you really like and really trust who doesn't charge a fee, cool, if you're happy, go with them. But why do lots of them charge a fee and get get it paid? Because they go the extra mile. And the extra mile in your choice of mortgage product could be the difference between having to pay an early redemption penalty or not. Could be the difference between being stuck in a mortgage you can't get out of or not. There are so many unknown pitfalls, especially for first-time borrowers. And that's why you've got to find a mortgage broker that you really think you can trust. Not one that comes across like they're your best mate, not ones that are overly friendly, too friendly. You want a nice balance of friendliness And professionalism. Okay, if they're too friendly and a bit unprofessional, like oh, I'll tell you this and I'll tell you that, then what they're doing is they're telling you what you want to hear because it's in their best interests. You want someone who will actually push back against you. Go well, maybe that's not the best idea. This is the way to go. You want to listen to the the brokers who challenge you. Yes, you are the customer, but they are the professional, and you're using them because you need advice on the best product for you. So, in my opinion. in the same way that it always makes sense to pay for a survey, a structural survey before buying a a home, not so much a a brand new home, because that's a guarantee, but buying any used home. Do you need to pay for that survey? No, you could buy it without it. But so you'd save the money, right? But later on, when you discover the massive problem, people in my family have bought places that the lender approved and then got in and found... Really quite big structural problems because the lenders don't check for those. And they had to pay for it. And if they discovered that before they bought it, that would have been negotiated on the price because it was a really big, it was months of construction work, cost them tens of thousands of pounds. So for the same reason why it makes sense to invest in structural survey for a home before you buy it, whether you're buying with a mortgage or buying cash, um, it makes sense to get a professional that you trust to advise you on your mortgage, how long, what term, what rate. Uh, the the options and the choices are endless. And that's why it is a false economy, in my opinion, not to use a whole of market independent broker that charges a fee for their services. You know, you get what you pay for, right? And therefore, in my opinion, you're in a better position to avoid the traps later down the line that you didn't know about when you first came to get your mortgage so go and find one i mean ultimately i think local ones are good try and find there are local people if you can brokers that are happy to meet up with you have a cup of tea or coffee that's always a good sign um you really get to look them in the whites of the eyes and see, get a feel of whether you trust them or not um so go and find one if you know someone that can recommend or someone that they really like and trust that's always a good route um Look up locally for independent brokers, but if you can't find one, I have got your back, because I've got two mortgage brokers I work with. One is an, uh, um, an individual, one is a, a small independent company, and they're a team, and between them, they are fantastic. I've now been referring Moving Home and Charlie followers to them for over a year, and I haven't had a single complaint except for once a couple were, were late to get back but other than that they've everyone's come back delighted and said they've been amazing they've helped reduce the feeling of uncertainty they've been responsive the service has been great so if you can't find always find one that you've chosen first but if you haven't got the time can't be <coughs> excuse me can't be bothered um, or just can't find one that you really feel that you can trust that's where my guys come in and I'll put a link in the description below this video, but it's mhwc.co.uk forward slash mortgage if you want to talk to them. And you can have a a totally free conversation with them to begin with, just to see whether or not you like the sound of what they're talking about. All right. So I hope that's helpful. And big love out there to all the honest, trustworthy mortgage brokers who fully understand the importance and significance of what you are doing for your customers. You're amazing. I might disagree with the products that, that are out there sometimes with you, but I get that we have different differing views on that, but that doesn't mean that I don't think mortgage brokers are critically important. Thanks, guys. See you in the next video. Bye-bye.